We're in Yevamos, Membez, Amanal 42A4 in the Archgirl Gemara. The Gemara is in the middle of discussing uh, this law. It's a discussion whether it's a biblical law or a rabbinic law. Uh, but this law that a woman has to wait three months before she remarries. If she was married and either she gets divorced or her husband passes away, so then she has to wait three months before she could remarry. And the Gemara gave two different reasons why this is true, either because uh, there's a Pasuk, the verse says that uh, Hashem's bris, Hashem's covenant, and Hashem only do, rests, the Shekhinah only rests amongst those who they know their their ancestors, they know where they came from, they know who their father is, and so therefore we have to make sure that she waits three months so that we know who the father is, uh, If she, let's say if she becomes uh, pregnant. That's one reason. The second reason is because if we don't know who the father is, so then this is certainly on a rabbinic level, there is concern uh, that uh, they'll end up, it'll lead to some sort of severe prohibition of marrying somebody who you are not allowed to marry when you do not know who the father is. Okay, within that context, the Gemara asked, why specifically three months? Maybe we could wait two and a half months, uh, maybe less. So that was, that was some of the questions that we've had in the last recording. The Gemara will have a few more questions in this recording and then also discuss a, a slightly different topic. So the Gemara asks, They say, I don't understand. Just wait a short amount of time. Rashi explains that a short amount of time is a week or two. And then you could remarry somebody. Why do you have to wait three months? Just wait a week or two uh, and then marry. Tosa says that it can even be just wait three days and then you can marry. But Rashi says a week, let's say a week for in a scenario where, where the husband passed away. So then it's after the Shiva. And perhaps Tosas, when he says three days, uh, it's not referring to a case where there's Shiva, where they get divorced. Either way, wait a short amount of time. Either it's three days or a week. And what? And how do you solve the problem? How are we, how are we going to know who the father is? So we say, well, three months after the death of the husband check, you could go see, and there's certain signs, physical signs on her body, which reflect the fact of whether or not she's pregnant or not. And so we should, uh, or it should be uh, examined to see whether she is uh, she is pregnant. And so why do they have to wait so long? Just wait a week or so, and then three months after her husband's death, they could check to see if there are signs of pregnancy. The signs of pregnancy show they are seen after or at the end of three months. And so if they exist, then we know it's from the first marriage. If they don't exist and then she becomes pregnant shortly thereafter, or we see that she's pregnant shortly thereafter, we know that it is from the second husband. So that's the question of the Gemara. The Gemara answers, no. Amr of Safra, ain't both in and shalo yisganu al ba'alein. We're not going to do this examination, this, uh, this examination to see whether or not she's pregnant. Because it's, uh, it's the literal translation is that it's repulsive to their husbands, or it's uh, it's really it's uh, it's not nice to their current husbands to do this examination to see maybe there's a child from the first husband, not from this not from this husband, uh, and he's not going to appreciate that. Uh, so therefore, uh, we will not do that examination. Instead, we'll say wait three months. But the Gemara says, okay, fine. So you're not going to do the examination of of different aspects of her body, but still, there's another way uh, to examine, and you know this is uh, not such a common way today, 
of figuring out, and uh, it's it's hard for us to really fully understand this type of examination that was done in the times of the Gemara, but uh, the Gemara suggests that we could check by the way she's walking, that since she's pregnant, so therefore if she were to walk on soft uh, on a soft ground, uh, it will she will press down more with her foot onto the ground when she's pregnant than when she's not pregnant. And apparently that was that was something which was you're able to tell in the times of the in the times of the Gemara, um, and that's what the Gemara suggests. Why don't we have her do that? It won't be a real examination of of her body, but it'll, it will be uh, of the way she walks and how she presses down. So the Gemara says, "Amar Rabbi no, we can't do that either. Why? It's not going to be uh, it's not going to be foolproof." No, what will the wife do? She will, uh, if she, she will step softly, she will make sure intentionally to step softly so that they don't think that it's coming from the first husband because right now she's married to her new husband. And if she's married to her new husband, so then whether it's uh, psychological or not or whether it's intentional, uh, she will want the, the second, uh, she would want her child to be from the second husband. And so therefore she will either intentionally or uh, just... Uh, have that strong desire that it's coming from the second husband, and she'll she'll walk very uh, softly and uh, make sure that that they don't see it as though she's stepping down hard to tell whether or not she's pregnant. So she'll step softly so that the child then is determined to be coming from the second husband. And because of that concern, because we're concerned that that's something that she'll do, so therefore it's really not a good test. This is, this would not be viewed as a good test to figure out whether or not she's pregnant, because there's a very easy way for her to create a situation where we think she's not pregnant, but maybe, in fact, she is pregnant. Okay, that solves uh, that question. So in the end of the day, in the end of the day, we say you have to wait three months. You have to wait three months after she gets divorced or after her husband passes away. She has to, she has to wait three months, a total of three months, to remarry. And this is what we follow, la halacha. This is the, this is the law until today, that they would have to wait three months. The Gemara now asks, really, it moves on to a slightly different topic, uh, but the Gemara says as follows: The Gemara asks: It seems to imply that we wait three months, no matter what. Let's say she became pregnant, and let's say she were to become pregnant, and so we know that's from the first husband, clearly, because she did not yet remarry. She can only remarry after three months. Uh, are you implying? Asks the Gemara that if she's if she's pregnant, she's allowed to get married. How could you say that? There's a brisa. There's a brisa that says that a person cannot marry somebody who is pregnant or somebody who is nursing. You are not allowed to marry somebody who is pregnant or nursing. And even if they do, they would have to get divorced and they're not allowed to ever take her back. They would have to get divorced and they can never uh, get married again. Uh, and so they're not, allowed, they're not allowed to get married if they are pregnant or if she's pregnant or if she's nursing. So, so the Gemara is essentially asking, and we're sort of moving away from this ruling of waiting three months, to this new question of why is it that a person cannot marry somebody who is nursing or somebody who is pregnant? And this was discussed uh, in the past, in Yavamas. Uh, we've had this discussion also in the past. Not as detailed, but we did have a brief discussion about this in the past. So the Gemara will entertain three different possibilities. Why is it that a person who is pregnant is not allowed uh, to get married? So the Gemara says as follows. Answer, possible answer number one. Gzeira Shema Taso Ubra Sandal. The concern is that uh, she will become pregnant from her second husband, even though she's currently pr- uh, pregnant. 
Uh, the concern, and again, this doesn't really fit with the science of today, but uh, in the times of the Gemara, there was this concern that she became pregnant while she's currently pregnant, and now that she became pregnant, there's a concern that it's going to cause her earlier fetus to really get crushed and disfigured uh, in the womb um, and turn the, the, the uber, the fetus, into a sandal, into a, really a disfigured um, fetus. Uh, and so that is the concern if, if she were to become pregnant while she's currently pregnant. So the Gemara asks, I don't understand if this is true. So then in a regular marriage, a person's married, she becomes pregnant, it should be forbidden to ever have marital relations while she is pregnant out of this concern. So the Gemara says, no, uh, we already discussed this. We had this discussion earlier. The Gemara says, no, if... Uh, if it, it, we, we already solved that problem, that if there's really this concern, so then either there's two opinions, either you can use a moch, meaning there's a way for to uh, prevent the pregnancy, to prevent a second pregnancy while she's currently pregnant. Um, and even if you believe that you're not allowed to use a moch, that you cannot use this cloth, and this is something we discussed uh, way earlier in the Masechta on, on page 12 on Daphne Yudbez Amabez, so either you can use this cloth to insert into her body uh, to prevent herself from becoming pregnant, and, or if you hold that you're not allowed to do that, uh, so then we relied on the fact that uh, because it's common uh, and this is what's done, that Hashem will, will protect, that there are certain scenarios where we say that since it's so common, even though there is some element of danger involved, but Hashem will protect. Uh, you know, the different, different examples like that. So for example, let's say going into a car, there is a certain element of danger of driving, but because it's so common... Uh, perhaps, perhaps there are other reasons as well, but perhaps because it's so common, so therefore it becomes allowed. And so then so too over here, it becomes allowed because uh, it's something which is so common. Uh, and everyone everyone is doing it, even though it's true that there is some element of danger, but therefore but we're still going to allow it. Uh, so according to either either explanation, we said that for the husband, it's a, her, the husband and wife in a regular marriage, they are allowed to have marital relations even though she's already pregnant. Even, either we'll make sure that she doesn't become pregnant again uh, through some form of birth control, or uh, we will rely on Hashem. So the Gemara says, if that's true, hachanami, the Gemara says, well, uh, here too, let's say she remarries. In the case of where she re- remarries and she's pregnant, we'll say that uh, she'll either use a moch, she'll either use uh, a cloth to prevent uh, as a form of birth control, or we will rely on Hashem. But the same reason why if they were married if it was part of the, the, the a regular marriage where she became pregnant during the marriage itself, we say that they're still allowed to engage in marital relations even while she's pregnant. For that same very same reason, we'll say that let's say she's pregnant and she got divorced or her husband passed away while she was pregnant. So then we should allow her to remarry while she's pregnant and we shouldn't have these concerns. Uh, we won't have these concerns. Either she'll go on birth control or, or we have this idea that Hashem will protect. But either way, there should be no difference between whether or not she became pregnant during the marriage or... She was pregnant beforehand, and then she got married while she was pregnant. So that's rejection of the first suggestion. Suggestion number two, Elamishum Dechasa. Again, this is uh, really, it's difficult for us to understand this idea based on modern day science, but there was a concern uh, that through the actual marital relations, the, uh, there would be pressure exerted by the man onto the woman, and it would cause, there was concern that it would crush the fetus and kill the fetus. That was the concern. 
So the Gemara asks the same question. If this is true, so then in a regular marriage where she became pregnant during the marriage itself, it should be forbidden to have marital relations out of this concern that it will crush the fetus and kill the fetus. So the Gemara says, no. no, when it comes to the husband, the husband will have pity on it and be careful not to crush the fetus. The, the, the husband will, they will have marital relations in such a way where it will not crush the fetus. The Gemara says, I don't understand. So then certainly the second husband, even though it's the child is from the first husband, but the, the second husband is not a murderer. The second husband is not going to crush the fetus. He'll make sure that he won't crush the fetus. And so there, this shouldn't be a concern either. So that's rejection of suggestion number two. Again, suggestion number one is that she'll become pregnant again while she's pregnant, and, and that will uh, really crush the uh, and disfigure the first fetus. Suggestion number two, and that was rejected. Suggestion number two is that uh, during the intercourse itself, uh, the, the man will crush the fetus, and we rejected that as well by saying that, no, they'll be careful. Just like in a marriage where she becomes pregnant, you're allowed to have marital relations, and she'll be, he'll be careful. So too, uh, if she gets married while she's pregnant, they will also be careful. So suggestion number three, and this is the final suggestion, and, and what we hold of, why is it that you're not allowed to marry somebody who's pregnant? The reason why you're not allowed to marry somebody who's pregnant is because we are concerned that the, the normal situation is she's pregnant, she will give birth to a baby, and then she'll, she will nurse the baby. That's something which is very common. And so she'll be nursing. If she's nursing, so and this is a new husband, and this is the husband, and it's not, it's not his his baby that she's nursing. So then, what's the problem with that? So that that is part of the other part of the uh, prohibition. We said that you're not allowed to marry somebody who's pregnant, and you're also not allowed to marry somebody who's currently nursing. You have to wait 24 months. Uh, so why is that? In the end of the day, the the woman who's pregnant is not allowed to marry somebody because she'll she'll eventually start nursing. And that's the concern. So what is this whole concern for nursing? That you're not allowed to marry somebody who's pregnant because she'll end up nursing this child that's not uh, the child of the baby of the new husband. And you're also not allowed to marry somebody who's currently nursing uh, for, the, for the same reason. What is that reason? The reason that follows. Dilmi, Abra, maybe she'll become pregnant while nursing. Ume'aber, chalava v'katlalai, maybe she'll become pregnant while she's nursing. She'll lose her milk supply. And then... The baby will die. There's concern that she'll lose the milk supply and the baby will die. So the Gemara says, If this is the case, then anytime somebody's nursing, let's say it's, she became pregnant from her current husband and she gave birth and she's nursing. So it should be a prohibition to have marital relations, to engage in marital relations because we are concerned she'll become pregnant again and lose her milk supply and, uh, you know, God forbid, the, the baby will die. Why isn't that a concern also? So the Gemara answers, no. No, if it's with regards to your own child, uh, the father, it's the father is, uh, it's the child of the father. The father will uh, support the child with eggs and milk, basically a form of formula. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure to buy formula for, uh, for this, uh, for this baby because it's his baby. It's his baby. Oh, you don't know me. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. And let's say it's not his baby. Let's say it's a different uh, husband, and so and they get married while she's nursing, and uh, should we, even if she were to become pregnant and she loses her milk supply, wouldn't the husband also support that to provide for the formula for the baby? The Gemara says no. Lo we are afraid that maybe her husband will not provide the support uh, because it's somebody else's baby. Uh, he will not provide the support, even if let's say the first husband passed away. 
he will not provide support. He will essentially say, if you want support for the formula, for the baby, go to your first husband's relatives. Ask the first husband's relatives. Don't ask me. So the Gemara says, okay, so let's do that. So if the husband, the second husband is not going to provide for the formula, let her at least go to the other relatives of her first husband and ask to help provide uh, so that they can have formula for the baby. The Gemara answers, There is a concern that the uh, wife will not be proactive uh, to go to the, her, her first husband's relatives to ask for, uh, for support. That is the concern, and then the baby will end up dying because her second husband is not providing the support, her first husband's relatives are not providing the support, and because of that concern, we say you should not marry somebody who is pregnant because they'll eventually start nursing, and you should also not marry somebody who's nursing, and these are both cases where the baby... Is not the uh, is not the child of the new husband, so and that's that's what the Gemara concludes that the new husband will not provide the support, and also the first husband's relatives. There's concern at least that the second husband's relatives, the first husband's relatives, will not provide support. Um, and again, so, some of these ideas are 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 a bit difficult for us to to fully uh, grasp uh, because uh, you know most uh, most uh, many second husbands will. Uh, will provide even if it's uh, not their own child and not their own baby and also the relatives and uh, the wife will go out of her way and will be proactive to save her own child uh, you know in many cases the wife will be proactive and save the child and save the baby to make sure that there's money for formula uh, but still our Gemara says that there's this concern not that we know that it will for sure happen but there's this concern that it will happen and so therefore we say to wait three to wait till after uh, she finishes nursing in order to to marry her okay that concludes uh, this part of the gemara and we will discuss a new topic in the next recording